Damien Vosk. I'm Ross Purdy. And this is another episode of Late Night Party Boys. And we're, if, it so, if this sounds different to you in any way, if the volume, if the audio... The ambience of the room the, that we were recording yeah, in. Yeah, any of that stuff, if it sounds different, it's because it is. We're recording in a different location that we will not name. It's a top secret location. Um, we had to relocate our operations on account of Ross burning bridges. So we booked this session. Well, it was a bit up in the air whether or not we can still use the studio that we had been using. Because for like hardcore fans of the show, you probably picked up by now. We've just been sneaking into sin and recording whenever. That like. No, it's not sneaking in is such a you know it's a, such a suspicious such, word it's yeah. such a it's more like well going in there welcome guests <laughs> um i mean you, you're my guest and when i think about it i think of seeing like a home so i just let anyone into my home that i allow exactly. even if whose home it is really hasn't allowed me in yeah well well i mean doesn't the home, it's a university establishment, right? Doesn't the home, isn't it? I don't know how universities work. Is it government owned? Is it private? Is it, you know, what's the deal with universities? Huh? Uh, I think Bit it depends. I think it's university to university case. Yeah. I think this one is owned by Big Daddy government. Okay. So Big Daddy government lets you have a little slice of pie called property in the form of a house. Right. Uh, so the government's letting you have a house and then you let that house to be shared with guests. I It doesn't affect anyone's rights. You're not taking down the government by letting a guest in your house. We do if we do record podcasts where we urge our listeners to... To overthrow the government. To murder Scott Morrison. All right. Well, that's everyone's hey, threatening to do that for publicity this week. What I mean, if I tweeted, "Let's be head Scott Morrison"? I How will that work? I say we're a few weeks late, but let's do it anyway. Let's see if anyone cares. <laughs> let's be head Scott Morrison and Peter Dutton and Corey Bernardi and just all those 
freaking rich, rich white guys. Yeah. If if only for attention. If only for attention. How about ISIS does it and we just claim responsibility? You know, give them a taste of their medicine. You know? Yeah, we're like, we know you put all the hard work into beheading our politicians, but we're going to take credit from it. See? It's not good when someone else does it, is it? No. We're teaching ISIS a lesson. Yeah, if anything, ISIS will listen to Leno Party Boys and they'll be like, man, we are dicks. <laughs> we, 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 take, we take credit for just... Just the hard work of other independent terrorists. What? Oh, man. If nothing else, I hope they at least take that on board. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We can only only hope. We can only hope. We can only dream. We went off on a tangent a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. We did. So should I explain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain. Explain. Sometimes you get radio shows in this place and... I'd been doing a season of a show, and I re I reapplied for another season. They rejected it, which is fine. You which know, is fine. We get it's rejected all the time. It's <laughs> water off a duck's back, pretty much. But at this at this certain time, when I got this rejection letter, here's an available place. I, I can I can say it now. I can say it. I was drunk. You what? I was drunk when I made the social media post. Where where were you drinking? Uh, alone. <laughs> Just alone next to a computer. Yep. That's the worst place to drink. Yep. That's, so I made a social yeah. media post, which was kind of the radio equivalent of, fuck you, Melissa, I'm doing so much better without you. <laughs> you can't reject me. It was pretty much a joke about being replaced with 20 hours of audio DJ. Which they did not care for. They told no. me to take it down, no. which I did. But then did. later on in my final episode, I had decided to double down on that <laughs> because I am petty and made a bunch of jokes about Sin uh, doing like upcoming shows like two uni kids talk about Mephilephel for 20 minutes, <laughs> which is like, that's a joke and that's a case of like, if you can't so, laugh at yourself. Is, I mean, isn't this a default sin show? Yeah. A bunch of dudes talking about movies. And, and you know, bands and, and music yeah, that no yes. one cares about. Uh, <laughs> True. Uh, then it kind of escalated to a show that I made up called Why R. Kelly is a Feminist, Why is R. Kelly is Good and Actually a Feminist Hero. <laughs> <laughs> And the, mo- the most inflammatory... I mean, he's dismantled the glass ceiling when you think about it. When you really think about it, he he saw that 14-year-old as an independent woman <laughs> that could make her own decisions. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I mean, lo- who's to say what yeah. the age of consent is when it involves pissing on someone? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying there's diff- there's obviously different rules. <laughs> There is. I don't know what the rules on sex cults are, but I'm pretty sure you can't just force people into them. I think that's a whole thing. Uh, I think you gotta. I think you gotta open it up to people who want to be in a sex. You know, you gotta at least post a Craigslist ad and. Yeah, you gotta allow the opportunity. Let people know what they're getting in. Yeah, to, you know, you can't just spring it on them. Can't be like, hey, we're dating. Also, I'm dating these other. 20 people and we all live together in a commune and I now own everything you have. You seen that movie Eyes Wide Shut? 
I haven't. It's, it's like that. It's gonna be like that scene where Tom Cruise is like at the sex orgy, the cult sex orgy. Just I, imagine that, but all right, with that Tom five mi- that five minute bit in the film, but like that's our entire club. No, I am. I I, I do have to imagine it because I haven't I haven't seen it. Yeah, so you have to imagine like a bunch of people just, wearing just, masks and stuff and oh. wearing robes and it's like a secret society, but it's full of banging. Oh, yeah. I could get behind that s- secret society. It sounds all right. Yeah. Uh, so Also, the very last show I made up, the most inflammatory, the least creative, I think. I think <laughs> I peaked at the R. Kelly crack, but <laughs> it's definitely the most inflammatory and I think it's the one that raised their ire the most. I said they're going to have a show called Neo-Nazis are Good. Oh. Yeah, that is the most inflammatory and least, <laughs> least, creative. least creative for you, Roz. I'm surprised. I mean, the R. Kelly one is almost kind of witty, but kind yeah. of almost. Yeah, almost. In, in terms of, like, inflammatory okay. comments. So they called you in for a meeting. They were like, they, first of all, they commented on one of your posts being like, hey, Ross, you can't do this. You violated our terms of good governance here at this yeah i place. mean it's it's the equivalent of you i assume if you if you work at subway you shouldn't be writing stuff like there's they jizz in the subway <laughs> don't eat it don't <laughs> eat jizz in the subway sandwiches <laughs> the olives are just leather gone bad i don't know like you can't get worse than jizz um yeah yeah you can't defame them I guess. But what are they going to do? Sue themselves? <laughs> so they called you in. Yeah. What, did they, what was the first thing they said? Did they give you, did they do a power play? Did they like wait in this room? No, it was. Did they make you sweat it out? Not really. No. Did they play good studio manager, bad studio manager? Like, hey, I'm Ross. I'm on your side. I, I'm I'm all for free speech and the creativity and all all that crazy shit you're doing. But it's the people above me. They don't they don't they won't let it fly, man. I get what you're doing. You're taking down the establishment. But I, I look. I, if it was up to me, I'd help you. I'd help you. But I can't. You know, my hands are tied. But you know what the weird thing was, they lied me on the couch, and then above they had like like a bucket with dripping water. Really? So they were doing Chinese water torture, mm. and they were trying to, they trying to get me to talk about, they were trying to get me to talk about my feelings on the Falls Festival lineup, <laughs> which I thought was weird because I'm like, I don't think that's what I'm here for. <laughs> and so- then I kept saying, Sticky Fingers shouldn't be on that lineup. What are they thinking? Get them off there. You don't give him a platform. Don't give him a platform. Am I giving you what you want? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. So they just they they just gave you a stern talking to. Yeah. That's it. Pretty much what no, it was. Didn't say anything exciting or interesting. I or? got them to say neo Nazis are good. <laughs> That's about it. That did they, the did they read a list of your violations? No, out to not you? really. Not well, a rap no, sheet. No, did no, you have well, a rap sheet? Well, 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 he said it first. He said it first. Well, oh by the way. Your show ran overtime. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, well, a, a, a my my show's been starting late all season. Like it's meant to start at nine, but since everything else is just running late, I start like nine fifteen, nine twenty. Yeah. So if nothing else, I went for an actual hour. Mm. That just seemed like I was going overtime because everything else did. Do but I- also, it was just out of nowhere and just kind of like he never went back to that. 
I was just like, oh, by the way, here's a small indiscretion that we're going to bring up once, but has no effect on everything else. That's hilarious. They probably didn't know how to process all the other stuff you said. <laughs> They're just like, we're just not going to touch that. <laughs> oh, boy. And then they start talking about, like, defamation and, like... <clears throat> Uh, talking positively about sin and stuff. But for people who, anyone who actually listened to my radio show, don't listen to this radio show, mm. it's a possible chance that that was just defamation case for show. <laughs> Considering some of the stuff I talked about in a very heightened way, I talked about the Bachelor finale like it was the finale for Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> so I just said Nick Honey Badger Cummings became a lumberjack. I can't believe that happened. That's just a small example. Yeah. But I'm saying fictional things like it's real. Yeah. And there's a big thing on radio about like, well, you know, people are idiots. They might take it seriously. You could have you could have been the Orson Welles of our generation. Everyone just thinks the world is ending. The bachelors become a lumberjack. See, ever since I've been thinking that someone out there is actually waiting for the show Neo Nazis are good. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a lot of people already tuning into that show, Ross, <laughs> to be honest. I, I don't think you've been doing it. But I haven't been doing it, but, doing but it. people who listen to my show and think these are real shows, they're just sitting around <laughs> waiting for... I'm waiting around for why R. Kelly is good and a feminist hero. I want the narrative to be rewrote on R. Kelly. I want to be able to listen to Ignition Remix again. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Man. Do you reckon uh, there are there are some people actively not enjoying art they once liked because of their politics? That is interesting. It's very hard. It is like you know what happens if a catchy tune comes on the radio and you don't know that singer's personal history, and you dance to it. Nay, you sing to it, and then you realize they did a bad thing. You know, then you've yeah. listened to that song and you're complicit in that bad thing. It's very hard. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. You know, I got a lot of bands that I like, and I don't know any of their personal histories. I don't know their names. I don't know how people know the names of people in bands. There is a lot of bands to keep up with. Yeah, and each you, band is do... like five people in them. And... So it's like most of the time, it's like if they do one or two songs I like, sure, that's fine. That's all I'm gonna. Yes. Oh, that's that band that does that song I like. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes they What about a one-hit wonder? You know, what do these guys do? Th those guys have one those one-hit wonder bands, you know, you know they're up to some dark shit. Oh, yeah, Lou, ba Lou Baker. Mumbo yeah. number five. Yeah, Mumbo number five. You, you, you don't want to know what that guy's been up to. Just banging a lot of broads, singing about it, not respecting them. Oh, exactly. Just counting them on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Thing was, Mumbo number five was the least graphic of the Mumbos. <laughs> Mumbo numbers one to four were very graphic. They, they were the work in progress. They they said Monica, Sandra, and Rita. And as I continue, he gets into positions, graphic positions. He was told to clean it up a bit. I mean, this is like kids could be listening to this. I mean, you know, use innuendo, whatever, yeah. but keep a PG. The first edit had their full names. Yeah. It was Sandra Peterson. Like he would list them their home addresses, how he ended up sleeping with each of them, and the process he went to sleep with them. The song was originally half an hour. It was, 
if nothing else, it wasn't radio friendly because of the length. <laughs> no one's going to play a half hour song about this guy's sexual conquests. Yeah. And then, like, where do you go from there? He couldn't back it up. But he's like, well, I've done nothing in my life as good as bang all these women. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I've gone platinum for one song and... They say write what you know and this is all I know. This is all I knew. This is all I knew. Oh, I'm tapped. I mean, I could do a remix of... Nah, it's already perfect. <laughs> it's already a testament to my compliment accomplishments. I don't want to mess with something that... Why mess with perfection? I always thought... I mean, it's a very catchy song. It is. It's one of those annoying... Annoying, annoying earworm songs from yeah. the 90s that were big. But this is around the same time as, like, the Macarena and, like, mm. you know, those But also, songs. I remember it being played at my bar mitzvah. And that's a bad influence on a 13-year-old boy, you know? You're a man now. Listen to a man talk about all these sexual conquests. I mean, I just learned how to touch myself. <laughs> and now I'm listening to this guy talking about... All these conquests? I don't need that. Young Damien. I don't need that pressure on me. Young Damien, today is the day of your bar mitzvah. As you now know, you're now a man. Now as, <laughs> as you enter into manhood, here is Lou Baker's mumbo number five. It will teach you everything you need to know. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Was that pretty much it? That was Did pretty I- much it. That's pretty much, I mean, the rabbi gave a speech and it was pretty much that word for word. <laughs> At the end of the speech, she just clicked... Clicked play. On this song was saying more than I ever could. Yeah, this will make sense. Oh boy, yeah, bands. Anyway, what's been going on in the world this week that we want to talk about? We don't follow world politics. We don't. We, we don't. We, we really, really don't. I've fallen sh- off with world politics. I mean, Kanye did some stuff again. <laughs> Oh, when's Kanye not doing stuff? He does a lot of stuff. He's done this whole pro-Trump thing, and now everyone's like, I can't believe it. I mean, it's 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 a sad day when what should be just a pop cultural quip is actually about, well, the ex-leader of the free world, the American president. I mean, that, you know. I mean, if you're talking about Kanye, we should be like, oh, what, what did he, what crazy thing did he do? What, what song has he got? It's like, no, no, he's he's in the White House. He's in the White House. <laughs> he's wearing a mega hat. He's he's wearing propaganda. And man. I don't know. Dangerous. Scary. Scary mm. time. I mean, he pretty much is gonna be America's next president, don't you think? I mean, they are that dumb. Yeah, possibly. I don't know. It's interesting because I came across this thing that said something about how Kanye influenced prison reform? What's that? This recent prison reform thing? Like, I don't know. It was just clickbait, our headline. Oh, yeah. I only saw the headline. I didn't actually read it, but... I mean, that's the problem Kanye influenced... <laughs> I am the, pro- I am the problem, Ross, not the, the problem. solution. Not I am the problem, not the solution. Oh, uh, look. Uh, Kanye said something to Trump, and Trump did some prison reform law, and it made me think, possibly, that all this pro-Trump stuff Kanye's doing is a put-on. So he pretends that he's really into Donald Trump. Sucks yeah. up to him. 
Fan influences him for good. Yeah. Because if you say Trump, you're shit, he will never listen. But if you play to his ego, Van Gannon, you know, get on his side. Then he starts saying some things like, hey, hey, maybe you should, uh, yeah, maybe you should do this law. That'll be, that'll, be, that'll be good. He might actually listen. I mean, yeah, that works with most people, especially simple people. Flattery gets you everywhere. Maybe that's Kanye's plan. Maybe he's playing the long haul. But he's like, he's like, he's like, I've conquered music. Now I'm gonna conquer politics. I'm gonna change the world. Is that the kind of vibe he's going for? Like, like, but you know, why is he? Why? Why does he want to? You know, things have gone pretty well hey, for him, Damien. When things you have, have gone pretty well for him, Damien. When you have a platform, it is your responsibility to stir up to, hatred within a nation. To make people think what you think. Really? Yeah. Really? There's heaps of people who, you know, they're famous and they're just like, no one needs to know what I think, you know? And they are bad. They are clearly right wing. If you don't say anything politically, you're right wing. I mean, I mean, what about, I mean, what about Tay-Tay Swift, you know? She said nothing for so long and look what happened to her. Yeah, because she was originally branded as a country singer and they're like, hey, most of the people who give me money are red state supporting, like, right wing <clears throat> conservatives. She hasn't done country music for a very long for time. A very she's, long been, t- she's been very... Now she's, like, over to the pop side. She's like, yeah, I can openly be a Democrat. It's like they can know now. Now everyone's like, well, took her long enough. And it's like, yeah, we already knew. <laughs> it's that annoying thing where, like, you have to speak out on stuff because otherwise if you're silent, then we're going to make assumptions about how you think. I mean, like whatever. Or maybe I think just, I don't have any right to talk about. She just sings songs about breakups. Do we need to know her political opinions? I don't need to know who she voted for. I don't. Her. I mean, everyone has breakups. People in the left and people in the right. People in the middle. I mean, Taylor's clearly catering to a certain demographic where politics doesn't really. Matter. My music is now only for left wing people who go through breakups. <laughs> So if you're a right-wing person who go for breakups, it's prob- you probably deserved it. <laughs> probably deserved it. You probably oppressed minorities, enraged with toxic masculinity. So I'm happy you're alone. Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe you'll become a better person. My music's not for you. <laughs> so you can't listen to it. No. But if you did listen to it, maybe you would learn something. <laughs> Breakups. But you can't man. listen to it. But <laughs> what? Man. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh well. I love how the the, the, the hats now, they're MAGA hats. Like it's just I mean it, they they've they're officially become like an acronym. You know, like it's it's become that bigger thing. Like they they were originally just some dumb dumb hats. That's how everyone knew them. Dumb red hats. <laughs> Just dumb red hats. We didn't validate them with their own terminology, but now they're MAGA hats. You know? <clears throat> I mean, you know, you got to keep, keep some room over for the real dumb red hats. I mean, but don't say anything. They the, just wear. The one that Devo used to wear? Those little <laughs> flower pots. <laughs> oh, they were flower pots? Weren't they flower pots? Were they flower pots? I think they were flower pots. I said, whip it. Were they flower pots? Well, that's something to research for next show. 
They could have been, but they were rippled. They had a few ripples in them, right? They had to look... They couldn't have been flower pots because if there were flower pots, they would have looked too much like fezzes. And if they looked like fezzes, they would have been upset someone, I'm sure. Well, it was the 80s, so no one cares. Oh, yeah, no one cared. Yeah. Like, they can wear a fez if they want to. They'll retroactively upset people. Like yeah, right now. like, people would... Let's deconstruct Devo video clips. What's with these hats? Is this cultural appropriation? Mm, maybe I don't want it Fez whipped. or pot plant? <laughs> you said whip it, but did I want whip it? Maybe I don't want to be whipped. Maybe I don't think it's such a beautiful world. <laughs> I'm not going to kink shame you because you want it whipped and you want it whipped good. I'm just saying not everyone not everyone's down for that. I mean, if you're the one who wants to be whipped, that's fine. But, you know, if you're going off and whipping other people, make sure they actually want to be whipped. Because, you know, it can go badly if you're just whipping any, anyone willy-nilly. Got to be careful what you do with the whip. Um, how do we get onto that? Oh, how, uh, well, Devo is Devo. related to politics, you see, because Devo is the president. Did they ever use their platform for good, Ross? Yeah, all the times they said whip it, they were really singing about how Ronald Reagan should whip Nikolai Gorbachev. <laughs> because it was the height of the Cold War and everyone was just like, oh. That's why the hats were red. Exactly. The hats were Russia. See, Devo, no good communists. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they wanted to whip America? They wanted uh, the no good commies to whip Reagan. All right. What other bands stand for what? I'm <laughs> learning so much now. Well, uh, you know the band. Uh, Are the Red Hot Chili Peppers communists too? Well, no. They're all about, you know, Cajun foods. Ah. Oh. See, they used to play only like, you know, Chili con carnies and stuff. They <laughs> <laughs> used to play in chili con carnies. <laughs> just for just for people at the chili fit, the chili eating competitions at carnivals. Like not for the whole carnivals, just for the chili con carnies. <laughs> and really, they were only in their underwear because they were wearing their clothes, but they kept getting chili all over them. Oh well, yeah. If you're eating a lot of chili, you're going to be sweating. You've yes. got to get down to your knickers. <laughs> yes. So that explains everything about the uh, chill peps. Well, how did they get so popular? If just, I mean, how influential are chili eaters? Well, you know, Anthony Kiedis, he ended up having to change what he was singing about. He used to sing nothing about, like, just stuff about chili and stuff. He instead started singing about his harrowing drug addiction, which is apparently more universal for common people. Hmm. Under the Bridge was originally supposed to be about him eating chili. Under a bridge? Yes, but then they had to change it to about doing heroin. <laughs> because eating chili under a bridge wasn't relatable. But I eat the chili under the bridge. It tastes... I never want my tongue to feel like it did that day. It was so spicy and hot. Chili in my mouth. The milk had to take that spice away. But milk and chili don't go well together. Really gave me the runs. <laughs> My eating habits aren't good. Double doom, buddy. 
<laughs> we need. We probably should make a uh, just redo all the Red Hot Chili Pop Peppers. I was about to say poppers. <laughs> the Red Hot Chili Poppers were actually they were going to consider themselves call themselves that because when they eat the chili, they pop off <laughs> in their underwear. What? They just pop off it's a, a concept a, album. And they make... pop up a poop in their pantaloons. <laughs> How did you get kicked off air? <laughs> <laughs> no one understands this. Because uh, uh, I tell the truth. <laughs> you need to redo every single Red Hot Chili Peppers album, but just make it all specifically about eating chili. <clears throat> okay, what's another Red Hot Chili Peppers song? Um, give it away now. Give it away for chilling now. Give it away. Give it away. <laughs> give it away she's now. Yelling. She's like, you know, they, they give it away for chilling now. Enough. You're just yelling. Give it away for chilling now. Go to a homeless shelter. Give away for chilling now. Give it away. Give it away. Give it away now. At least they're helping. They're giving back. You know. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Some LA rockers. You know, just helping away some chills. Helping the little guy. Man. Yeah. Um. Ugh. Bands. I listen. Yeah. Bands. Bands. What do they stand for? What do we stand for, Ross? I think it's a good thing you brought that up because I think we need to have a discussion. We do. On mic. About, like, what do we stand for? As as a podcast. As a podcast, as a sketch comedy doer. As people of this world we recently released a sketch yeah called pete davidson syndrome and it broke apart i think it's mainly responsible for pete davidson and ariana grande's breakup uh, they definitely <sighs> saw it um questioned their relationship and decided it was best to end it it wasn't the joke Pete Davidson made about swapping out her birth control pills for tic tacs it was our sketch it was definitely that gave our her sketch. second thoughts yeah Yep. So, yeah, basically for, yeah, go to the Late Night Party Boys Facebook page. You'll see it. Um, it was a sketch about Pete Davidson syndrome, which, which yeah, yeah. I am afflicted with. It's a, it's I don't a, want to give it away, mm. but if you just go on Facebook, look up Late Night Party Boys, it'd be like one of the first posts you see. Yeah. Uh, we're currently, and we're currently doing a GoFundMe to help me, cure me of this affliction. Mm-hmm. And we think that Pete Davidson himself suffered from this syndrome and that could have been why they broke up. Um, but, you know, who's we can't, we don't know for sure. No. But we're pretty sure that the research we've done into this probably was part of it. And it is sad when you see two celebrities break up. Oh, yeah. I've been living vicariously through them. Oh, yeah. You always think, because Pete Davidson, he's he's like us. He's a comedy weirdo, you know? The underdog. And Ariana Grande, just... One of the biggest pop stars in the world. Biggest pop stars, stunning, like the dream, you know, some weird dream that that a comedy person could never hope to reach. Then when he did it, everyone was like, wow, dreams come true. But it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. So, go on our Facebook page. Give it a watch. Give it a share. Yes. 
Share it around. Give it some love. We're trying to actually change the world. Right. I feel like when we talk about... When we're talking about politics and, like, sticking it to the man at community radio stations that don't really wield any real power. (laughs) Uh, And, like, what do bands stand for politically and how everything is just so political nowadays? I mean, when we really think about, like, what we stand for... We want to see positive change. We want to help people. We yes. want to help people who are suffering. We want to help those in need. Um, I mean, political views aside, we all should enjoy healthy, happy lives. You know, if we can all be happy, that's the main thing. Spread the love. Spread the love. I think that's been a another late night party, boys. That's a late night party, boys, right here. Signing off. Uh, Ahmed, you know how we did all that, uh, that hard preparation and, and, uh, all that hard work, um, beheading the politicians in the Australian government? Yes, yes, many years, many years spent. Yes, all the funneling of funds through offshore bank accounts, lot of Bitcoin transfers, hidden VPNs into accounts to fund those brave, brave terrorists that beheaded Scott Morrison and his merry band of infidels. You you remember? Yes, it was a very elaborate, convoluted plan. Yes. Many t- man hours spent. So much, so much, Ahmed. Uh, bad news. A couple of podcasters have taken credit for it. The podcasters? Yes, podcasters have taken credit. A couple of comedians have taken credit for all our hard work beheading. So a couple of podcasters? Yes, a couple. Not one singular podcaster. When you said podcaster, now I first thought that entered my head. Was Mark Maron? Oh no, it is—it's not Mark Maron. It would—I'm sorry to say. Oh, it would have been such an honor to be, you know, Mark Maron. Take we could end up being invited onto WTF. Yes, if Mark Maron had taken responsibility for one of our beheadings, maybe that would give us more standing. Uh, Even would have to no, invite us onto the podcast, yeah. you know, and apologize yes. to us. It yes. would do very well for our careers. It could really put ISIS on the map. Unfortunately, it is a couple of local Australian podcasters that have taken credit for the beheadings. Duh. Duh. Who, what, what is their names? What is their names? Damien Vosk and Ross Purdy, they go by some ridiculous name called the Late Night Party Boys. Uh, it sounds sinful. Party Boys? Yeah. The party Boys sound like they're too busy sinning and partying and defying Allah to claim responsibility for multiple attacks. Well, they have taken time out of their busy schedules to take to take responsibility for these attacks, and they did so on their podcast. They said they did them when we we, we did them, Ahmed. We put so much work oh, into it. Oh, oh. 
Oh, I'm so mad. I'm so mad right now. I, I look, I'm just as upset as you are. That now a couple of pe- people think these comics did it and not us. They sound like a bunch of no good, no good boys. I mean, perfect scene like the type that would mock us and our beliefs by portraying us as some sort of offensive stereotype. Then they add insult to injury by claiming responsibility for our attacks? They are our attacks, aren't they? They are. Well, we'll get them back. We will get these late night party boys back. Well, what are you suggesting? We start our own podcast that competes with them? I think that's exactly what we do, Ahmed. And we steal their branding. Yes. See how they like it. Little taste of their medicine. Exactly. Exactly. Maybe the late night Allah boys. Ha! yes, yes. I like this plan very much. We have to spend many man hours on it. And I swear, if they claim responsibility for that. If they claim responsibility for our podcast, the late night Allah boys. I don't know what I'll do. I will behead some politicians. But then they'll take responsibility for that too. It'll be a vicious cycle. (laughs) We have to find another way. Some would say we should just give up this life and go back to our homeland and just live a humble life away from freedom fighting and Look after our families. But that's exactly what those late night party boys want, isn't it? Exactly. We should do the opposite of that and figure out what that is in due time. But first, the podcast. Yes. We should get sponsorship from Squarespace. They can do our website too. That's what the great thing about Squarespace. If they sponsor us, they can also do it. Look, the ISIS website needs redoing. It really does. I can barely find it. It's hard to radicalize anyone when you still just have a shitty internet website with GIFs. Yeah, and your SEO is so bad. You know how bad our SEO is? You type in ISIS, it comes up with like 30 different things before we even get a look in. I'm sorry that our IT department has really been... It's really been, you know, being lazy. You know, they were very cheap when we got them, and I guess that's what you get what you pay for. Uh, well, this will all change when we get Squarespace sponsorship, Ahmed. Yes, Squarespace. Omar. <laughs>